Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Fuck me. Perfect. <coughs> now is it recording? Did you get that cough? My eyeballs are itchy. Dude, my head is going to fucking pop. My eyeballs are itchy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, please don't. <laughs> Theme song. What's your excuse? Dude, that water looks yellow. I drank a whole one already. I think it's the table. It's probably, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's definitely not the water. Okay, good. Uh, hello. Hi. <laughs> and welcome to What's Your Excuse? The podcast. I am Megan. I'm Caitlin. And this is a podcast where we explain uh, our excuses for being weirdos, liking weird stuff, the spookies, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, you have tuned into the second to last episode. That's right. You're a little late to the fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd supported us better and earlier. <laughs> we could have been famous. <laughs> I'm sorry. Forgive. I have a sinus infection. No. So I ear candled before I came here. Like Shrek? I don't know. Oh, wait. No, he makes candles out of his earwax. Yeah. Was, what's he? Yeah. What? I shoved a candle in my ear and lit it. And don't burn like a you? cone candle. How does that work? The fire like forms a suction and it goes out of your ear. Where it you gets get the that? Earwax out. I won't. I don't remember where I got those. Oh, I've had. I've, I've been doing it for years. That sounds cool. It's pretty amazing, but I also is really it one time like, use? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it burns right down. Uh, it's and it like doesn't catch your hair like on fire. Paper. No, it's like paper covered in wax, but you put like a little cup on the end to keep the ashes from falling on you, <clears throat> and then you have to lay flat on your side. You do it to yourself? Uh-huh. Oh. Ryan hates it. He's terrified that one day I'll catch the house on fire. Yeah. I am scared a little bit for your house, too. Uh, no. I think it'll be fine. Anyways. Yeah, it's fine. But you have to cut them all. You have to cut them in half after you do it so you can see all the earwax. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's probably better for you than uh, doing... You think I can stick my finger in the socket? Yeah, do it. Speaking <laughs> of things that are good for you. <laughs> um, it's probably better than Q-tips, huh? Everything's yeah. better than Q-tips. Yeah. The doctors always go, stop using Q-tips, Caitlin. I'm like, no, I like oh. the feeling. Do you know how many times I've had to see a long baby because I've gotten Q-tips, like the cotton stuck in my ear? 
and you every time he's like stop oh yeah. it's just when i get an ear infection he's like how often do you clean your ears I, every day sometimes yep. twice <laughs> yep yep I don't like it. I don't like. First off, I don't like the feeling of water in my ears, uh-uh. and then second, I just like the way it feels. Yeah, it tickles my brain a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. right there, right before the eardrum, like, and then you accidentally and go a little accident- too far. Yeah, and it's and like you jump, and you're like, Ugh. And it hurts. Yeah, yeah, mm. yep. fun. Anyway, how's your week? Uh, it's good. I started my new job, um, at the salon. I did my mom's hair. I did my friend Amber's hair. I'm going to do your hair once we yeah. can. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was a weird. <laughs> I, have a, <laughs> I have a few appointments booked already. So, you know, yeah, come and see me. Is it, um, is it just hair? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do manicures and pedicures because we're right next to a nail salon. That's fair. Yeah. So, but uh, I'm enjoying it. So, that's good. Um that's mainly all I did was work this week. Oh. Tuesday through Saturday. Worked, worked, worked. Yeah, work, work, work. Yeah, Rihanna that's me. That. I'm Rihanna. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, and then, yeah, I got this sinus infection. So that's my own personal slice of hell. Yeah. Um, Seems like a good time. Yeah. It's been a real joy. Uh <laughs> <clears throat> can't sleep can't do anything my ears feel like they're going to explode is this uplifting for everyone (laughs) is my voice i'm realizing that my voice i sound so boring right now but it's because i can't if i modulate my voice at all i will cough so okay all right (laughs) fuck you (laughs) that's not what you sound like um that is what i sound like (laughs) i'm sorry i know it's all right. That's I'm all they're going to hear right today. <laughs> just us <laughs> coughing, snorting. Yeah. Now uh, my nose is all feeling funny, but that's just because you. Yeah, I just fucked with it for yeah. like a solid three minutes. Oof. So. Got my um, other nose ring out, though, just in case I'm allergic to that metal. Yeah. Yep. But I couldn't clip this one on my own because my hands are. It Fuck does me. I never look took better. My goddamn medicine Fuck, today. bro. I forgot it yesterday, too. Well, <sighs> I took it. But like six hours late. How better? Okay, resume. <laughs> all right. Sorry. It's all right, bud. Um, I can't believe I was doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> That's Good. pretty mean. I, I'm dying right now, <laughs> literally. So, uh, how was your week? I'm sorry. Let me pep it up. How was your week, Caitlin? Was that better? You sound like Georgie. Did that sound? I mean, like Pennywise. Pennywise? Yeah, sorry. Can you imagine a little kid with that voice? <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, and I would be terrified. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's horrifying. So, how was your... Oh, Ryan got a new job. Yeah. Woo! Yay! Y'all called me and I said, what? Yep. What? Yeah. Like that. Pumped. So. Pumped, too. But, uh, him. He turned in his two weeks and everything. Yep. Pulled so. his dick out right there. Swung it around. He said, I've got something to tell you. Pulled his dinky out. Suck my dick, motherfucker. And then said, anyways, here's my two weeks. <laughs> I hope you don't fire me immediately for pulling my dick out. But uh, I'm here's sure it's against weeks. some sort of company policy. I don't know. Who knows? Starbucks is pretty lenient. Yeah. If everyone can no-call no-show eight times a week, 
Yeah. Then he should be allowed to pull his dick out yeah, once in 10 years. <laughs> well, good for him. So, yeah. how was your week? Well, as we know, I only know the last couple of days. Uh huh. And how were those? Good. Right? I think. Um, <laughs> uh, yesterday morning, I woke up at 4 30. 4.30 in the morning. Great. Love um, to hear it. Love that journey for you. Uh, yeah, it's been a constant thing. But this time it was because I had... <laughs> You're going to hate me. <laughs> I had an Is idea. This about anime? I had an Dad. idea for a fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I need to write this down. Do you want to see how long the note is? Oh, my God. I, like, you like, it like woke story. you in the middle of the night. Real quick, can I, good God almighty, <laughs> Lord Jesus. I haven't even fleshed it out yet. I mean, there's like a pretty big chunk where I wrote like a scene, but then the rest is just ideas that I need to get out. But like once I started writing it, I was like, I keep writing. This is going to be so good. Yeah, I haven't read it yet since. So many people are going to masturbate to because, this damn thing. No, it's not. It's not like, it's not smut. It's, it's just romantic and gay. That's it. So can I tell you the dream that I had yeah. this week? <laughs> I dreamt that Ryan proposed. It was a dream and a nightmare, only one. Mm. I dreamt that Ryan proposed to me, and it was like a big to-do. But then be. the ring came out, and it was the ugliest ring I'd ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, we're in front of everyone, and I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But he got me, like, stackable rings. No. And, like... <laughs> Like little like crystals, like rose quartz and things like that. Sorry. And in my dream, he was like, do you like the ring? And I was like, yeah, but like this one doesn't fit. And it was like an adjustable, like the front, the stones were in front, but it was like the two, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, this one doesn't fit, so I'm going to have to return it. And he was like, no, it will. You just stretch it out. And I was like. So, yeah, dream and a nightmare, only one. That's funny. Mm -hmm. I called my mom, and I was like, good God. Please don't let him get me an ugly ring. And then my mom was like, you better hope he doesn't. And I was like, do you think for one second that I haven't been like, here's what I want? Also, I mean, he should go to, well, yeah, I mean, if you're directly telling him. Yeah. But then, like, I have, have, like, a whole uh, album on my phone of rings that Anastasia sends me Uh for me to show Andrew if the time ever comes. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I'm yep. like, you better let him know that I'm the person he needs to go to when I he's tried deciding. To, I tried to tell Ryan the other day that I deserve a carrot for every year we've been together. <laughs> so I was like, eight carrots. And he was like, wow. Like, I better get on And this. then I was like, I'll accept <laughs> half a carrot for every year we've been together. <laughs> and I was like, so I'll accept four carrots. And he was no like, less. great. Good to know. Oh, fuck. You good? Yeah, my ear is just rupturing. Okay. The whole ear, not the drum. Casual. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I am um, watching a food anime. That's fun. Food show. But okay. it gives them food gasms. So it's like really inappropriate sometimes. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, oh shit, Great. you're you're coming. <laughs> Great. Um, that's fun. I watched, I started one that is a gymnastic, men's gymnastics anime. 
Great. It's only six episodes out right now, though, so it's really good. I like it. Did we talk about me watching The Crown? <clears throat> I don't know. Dude, I've been watching The Crown. Well, I, it's I, I so know good. we talked about it. I don't remember if. Is I remember asking, is that on HBO? Everything's on HBO. No, it's on Netflix. But uh, Claire Foy, who plays Queen Elizabeth in season one, ah, incredible, and season two. But she is incredible. And Matt Smith as Prince Philip. You know, I watched that show, and I'm like, Prince Philip's a little bitch. I mean, not anymore. He's dead now. Yes. But a real bitch, that Prince Philip. But it's very interesting. You should watch it. I need to. <clears throat> There's a few things I need to watch. Mm-hmm. Beautiful cast. Mm. So. It sounds, I mean, I've only ever heard good things about it. Yeah, it's so. great. Um, um, let's see. What else did I do? Yeah. Oh, had a friend's birthday party in front of the podcast, Josh. Yeah. And we just got drunk at their house. Great. Um, and sang karaoke. Awesome. And that is probably, I think, the first time I've ever, like, sang in front of someone <coughs> since coming <coughs> to Waco. Well, uh, besides Coleman, he used to play, he'd play his guitar and we'd sing together a lot. Nice. But other than that, I don't sing in front of people. Yeah. And so they were like, what the fuck? You can sing? And I was yeah. like, yeah. yeah. I don't sing in front of people a lot, though. And they were like, you're good, though. And I was like... Yeah, <clears throat> still not gonna. So yeah, oh well. Yeah, that was fun. Um, at the band banquet for my students, they awarded me most likely to become a cat lady. Great, and you were like <laughs> to become. Yeah, I was like, uh, it, it's a little cat figurine. It's pretty cute, so mm-hmm. I like that, and I felt proud. Um, and you know, I think uh, that's really all I did. Good. This week. Great. Besides work. That's mainly what I do. Yeah. I went to Chewy's one night. That was fantastic. Uh-huh. Loved it. Went to WA. That was fun. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. The rest of it's just been watching anime. Yeah. Usual. Of course. And writing fanfics now. Great. I've taken the last step. Oh, I did. I was reading one fanfic and it was about... Um, it was about a one of the characters being like a daycare teacher okay kind of thing and he was going on like one of his first dates or something with his love interest and um he said oh my kiddo was like blah blah blah. and the person was like you have kids and then he was like oh no sorry refer to my students as my kiddos yeah and i commented like i do that all the time with my students it confuses people so much and then someone commented i refuse to believe that a teacher is on here reading about the two kids and I was like, yeah. I was like, Let me make this better for you. I'm in Texas. <laughs> yes. I'm in Texas. I'm 27. Yeah. I was, it does say in my profile, like, probably too old to be here, but oh well. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm just, I'm going to eat it up. God. <laughs> Oops. And I made a friend. Cool. They now have matching profile pictures and names with me. So, because my name is Bokuto's Left Cheek. As in like his left uh-huh. butt cheek. Uh-huh. And then they commented on one of the stories I commented on. And they were like, I'm just inclined to believe that there's someone out there with the matching profile name. And the other half of the profile picture that I used. Yeah. And <clears throat> I was like, if only. I was like, if they're out there, we'd probably be soulmates, you know. Uh-huh. And then they said, 
I could, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, do it. Great. And then so now we're friends. We talk every day. Great. We're in the same time zone. I don't know what state they live in, though. Okay. But they were like, it's 10.02 or something at night last night. And I was like, it's 10 o'clock for me as well. I said, cool. Yeah. We're somewhat close. Great. <laughs> great, great, great. So that's fun. Glad that you're making real connections. <laughs> I don't know anything about this person. It's though. a 40-year-old man. Probably. No, it's, it's probably it's probably a 12-year-old. And you're going to get in trouble, bud. <laughs> I know. You, have to, like, you should probably inquire. Or anything. I know. But then I don't want to be like weird and have to be like, I'm 27. Yeah. Because <laughs> then they're going to be like, oh, that's creepy. And I'll yeah. be like, no, it's not. I'm not trying to be creepy. I'm just trying to have friends. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who want to talk this about may this not be the right place to make friends <laughs> <laughs> bless you anyways um yum. yeah get a little bit of relief after every sneeze uh. <laughs> <laughs> i liked it <laughs> thank you um well anything else nope okay but we are going to make this quick. Oh, I got a new tattoo. Yeah. So that was cool. That yeah. happened last week, though. We didn't get to see y'all. Katie over at Send the Sun Tattoo did it. She did a phenomenal job, yep. as always. It's a little horse man with a butt. He's cute. He's on my arm. Yeah. He's my fave. Loved that. Went to a way too fancy Italian restaurant that my brother was like, we should go here. And we get there, it's like $20 a plate. And I'm like, fuck Great. you, dude. Where was it? Austin. Well, I mean, what was the it restaurant? It's called North Italia. Oh, okay. There's, It's a smallish chain. Mm-hmm. Mm. It, the food was fantastic. That's good. It was really it fucking, fucking good. It fucking better be. Yeah. Yeah. And and one of the only restaurants that has ever subtracted money when I asked for no meat on something. Oh, wow. Yeah. They took $5 off because I didn't want the chicken. Oh, good. And I was like, because uh, I was like, well can I just get this without the chicken? Or like, can you put the chicken on his or something? Yeah. And she goes, well, we won't charge you for the, like, we'll charge you yeah. less. And I was yeah. like, she was saying it like, it's a matter of fact. And I was like, well, that's amazing. But that yeah. literally never happens at yeah. any restaurant. Nope. I have to pay for the yeah. meat still. And I'm like, I know that's the most expensive part of this goddamn dish. Yeah. yeah I don't, it's straws pretty. Is what I had. Great. It was delicious. And then I also had the best tiramisu uh, I've had in a while. That was, it was so fucking good. I was like, man, I should have ordered like six. Just ate that. <laughs> the straws are pretty. Or I'm probably saying it so wrong. Anyways, it was real good. Had some fantastic mushrooms in it that when I couldn't eat all the rest of it, yeah. I gave the rest to Patrick. And I ate, but I ate all yeah. the mushrooms out first. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, give me all these. <laughs> like, you can have the noodle. Perfect. <laughs> Here you go. Um, but yeah, that was fun. So oh, good. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. And this is by the cover. No, wait. Do you want us to? Oh, shit. Okay, we'll try it again. Okay. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges on By the Cover, a new podcast. Yeah, we're a talk show. God, we're a Josie. Yeah, we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are. All the we're places. There. You can't hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books, and it's going to be great. Yay! Promo over.
Anyways, what we are going to talk about today, and believe it or not, I actually read these a I'm little so bit. I'm so proud of you. So, um, but we were, I we were, I was looking up just, <laughs> I was like, haunted places. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and then, so there was one that was like seven of the most haunted places in the U.S. And I was like. <clears throat> obviously savannah georgia is on there and yeah. i realized we had not ever talked about i don't think anything from savannah yeah which it is like notoriously known as one of the most haunted places in the u.s yeah um i've had a friend go there before and they went on the ghost tour and stuff yeah and they drove past one of the cemeteries and like she's just like snapping away and like one photo was like blank the next photo just had like fucking 12 or no it was like 20 orbs it was oh just like God. all these light leaks all over the fucking photo yeah and then the next one like there was two and then it was gone again wow and there wasn't like a window like it was light reflecting yeah. off like it was like one of those open air kind huh. of buses yeah um and so yeah she she showed me it and i was like oh fuck yeah i was like that's <laughs> that's yeah. legit yeah so um i don't remember <coughs> egan uh-huh i don't remember yeah. her other stories um but uh there's so there's a lot of haunted um like hotels and uh -huh. stuff in savannah yeah they, they have quite a bit um but yeah it's often called the most haunted city in the u.s and they go to really a shit ton of hotels and that's kind of what we're going to focus on today okay. um because it they had the most interesting ghost stories and yeah just again really that's there was a haunted brewery brewery brewing okay. company moon river brewing company that made me immediately want to go buy their beer yeah um i don't know if they're if they sell them in our hb i feel like they would hb's mm. got like everything yeah um but yeah that one <clears throat> that one was kind of the outlier. All the rest of them were either hotels and or restaurants. Okay. Um, but, yeah, this one says, the ghosts have also been known to throw bottles, breeze by patrons, and play tricks on staff members at the Moon River Brewing Company. And there's a lady wearing, a lady in white who will reside at the top of the stairs a lot. Um, so I was like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but the first one that we're going to do is... Um, the Kehoe house. I figure I'll do a house and you can do a house. Yeah, perfect. And then um, there's one more that I'll just do a quick synopsis of. Yeah. Um, but first off, this house is fucking beautiful. Oh, yeah. Like the architecture's real nice. Um, but so the William Kehoe, I hope that's how you say it. K E H O E. Yeah. Kehoe. 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 Historic Inn is a huge four-story, 1892 Victorian. Uh, basically a Renaissance Revival Mansion, which also has a blend of other architectural styles. Stuff like that. Um, and most of... Oh, wait, no, that might be uh, might be confusing. That, never mind, I'm only going to read. <laughs> now I'm confusing the houses in my mind. They look kind of similar. Um, but anyways... William Kehoe House was made roomy enough to house a large family and now provides 13 rooms for guests of the current William Kehoe House Historic Inn. The second and third floors house the bedrooms, and it is listed as one of the national... Uh, it is listed on the Registry of National Historic Places. Um, it was <clears throat> renovated and restored to its former glory and turned into this 
bed and breakfast slash inn in 1992. And then okay. in 2003, it evolved into a four-star luxury inn as it joined, uh, I don't know, Richard Kessler's high-class hotel family. Sure. Uh, but it's got, it's got like a lot of real nice shit. Um, and so like it comes with like full gourmet breakfast, afternoon tea, hors d'oeuvres, concierge concierge and turn mm-hmm. down luxury toilets that you can yeah. steal Great. Um, the room rates though they're about 205 to 295 a night and then for suites it's 275 <laughs> to 325 a night um, okay so i was like yeah, yeah it's pretty pretty standard pretty fancy yeah um so that's cool and then now it has been um furnished with all antique and period furniture as well to complete the atmosphere which i thought was super good cool. for them i yep. was like that's neat yep i like that way to appreciate the history yeah um let's see i'm gonna read this history because it's okay. gonna talk about these people a lot so yeah because they haunt it right <laughs> um william kehoe came from ireland with his family when he was 10 years old and he uh grew up in a poor but god-centered family Cool. You can't be poor and hate God. <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know. I just why they have to focus on God centered. Oh. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Yummy. At a young age, he fought for the South in the Civil War. Um, Great. And, yep. <laughs> and as a young man, he apprenticed as an iron molder. <laughs> Worked his way up the ladder of success until he founded his own iron foundry. He apprenticed as a slave owner. <laughs> yep. He made his fortune and his keen business sense, uh, his skill, and then that's when he d- goes on. And Okay, it is this one that's got a fuck ton of iron in it. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say that earlier, and then I was like, no, but it has to be if he's the iron man. But not, okay. not that iron uh-huh. man. Anyways, he married the love of his life, Annie, at the age of 26, with whom he had many children, 10 of which survived. Jesus. Yeah, that's like a, you know, what's his face? He was in Boston. Paul Revere. That motherfucker had like 15 children. Went around shouting things. Yeah, he did. His house is real rickety. It's cool, though. I went there. Uh, But yeah, this motherfucker had a lot of kids. I'm like, damn. Oh, God. No. Shit! Like Too how you popping out that many? Por- I'm uh, surprised because the they're mom not is alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why. Because they're not the ones popping them out. Yeah. Um. So ten of them survived, and it says unlike many people in the well-to-do class, William and Annie didn't let money ruin them and kept their values and belief in God. And they, uh, yeah, blah blah blah. Whatever. It's not important. For m- most of the 20th century, the Kehoe House was used as a mortuary. So that's got a real fun added background yeah and sometime along the way became a private residence wow. in 1980 the famed football player joe namath 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 cool uh-huh. bought the kehoe house for eighty thousand. joe thought for a time about turning kehoe house into a nightclub and disco <laughs> oh my god that would be such a disgrace yeah <laughs> oh my god i'm so glad no one let him yeah. um uh-huh. Much to the horror of his Columbia Square neighbors. They were like, I think the fuck not, sir. Yeah. They're like, we like the dead people. Yeah. <laughs> Bring those back. Um, not so much the cocaine. Yeah. He changed his mind but held on to the home, fixed up the place until he sold it in 89 for 530000 He bought it for eighty. Mm. Damn. That's yeah. a nice profit. Yeah. Um, 
So history of manifestations. Annie Kehoe and William loved their house, a place where they raised their large family, enjoying a lifetime of fond memories, blah, 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 blah. William had his own study up in the rafters in the room with the cupola. I don't know what that is. Me either. Cool. Where it was quiet and peaceful, his special place to meditate and read. Anyways, that sounds cool. In the rafters. I'm just imagining him like sitting like on some Dangling his yeah. legs dangling down. <laughs> yeah. Got like a little precariously fucking balanced table that he's working on. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, so I guess that is going to be one of the places that's haunted. Okay. Know. The Kehoe's master bedroom was on the second floor while the children stayed and played in the rooms on both the second and third floor. Instead of letting a nanny put the children to bed, Annie was the one who went up. Ooh, that's, oh, I wonder if she tucks all the guests in. Annie was the one who went up every night. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Bless. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Mike's done listening to me sniffle. He's like, it's like for the love of God. Okay, are you gonna blow? No. no. Okay, I was, I was like, no, I'm I should just wait. Wiping runny nose. I feel you. Um, so Annie was the one who would go up and put the children to bed every night. She heard the prayers, read to them, and kissed them goodnight as they laid in their beds. Um, no one knows how many other Keho. Kehoe children not counted in the 10 which grew up died as infants or young children through illness or other causes it is reported that William and Annie's twin for um, four to five year olds probably boys who must have been a handful are said to have died in a dumb kid accident it's a dumb kid accident <laughs> they probably Shit. just jumped off the fucking roof or something yeah um, while playing in one of the chimneys oh okay okay that makes sense okay yeah so it's said to be haunted with the twins um and the chimneys are consequently blocked up and decorated with angels um yeah that's sad uh anyways the manifestation so the entity of anity (laughs) (laughs) i tried to combine entity and annie (laughs) the entity of the anity the anity vil horror no Annie Kehoe Sean Annity. likes to visit the living in rooms 201 and 203. That's where her favorite kids were. The other ones, she's like, I'm glad y'all died. Bug them. Yep. <laughs> Shouldn't have been playing in the motherfucking chimney. Yeah, no kiss for you. Um, a sweet, friendly female presence sat on the bed next to a sleeping guest in room 203. And then the apparition of Annie has been seen sitting at the desk writing in room 203. You imagine just waking up and there's this bitch no. just running. Taking I'd be like, what up? Huh? Hey, don't mind me. Just... 
Got to get this late night writing in. Yeah, got to get this letter out. Yep, that's real important. Um, What's she writing on? Is there like letterhead in the, yeah, is there letterhead (laughs) in the spiritual realm? Yeah, probably. They got to send the notes somehow, contact each other. Um, It was stationary. Yep, official. It's probably got the seal of death. Yep. That's how it goes. Um, In room 201, the strong scent of roses has been noticed by guests, and the apparition of Annie has been seen going just about her business in the room. Um, She sometimes makes her rounds on the third floor around bedtime. Mm -hmm. The the entity gently... The entity gently, lovingly kissed on the cheek of a former owner who was spending the night laying in his bed on one of the bedrooms found on the on this floor. Um, her apparition found on the floor. <laughs> her apparition has been seen by the living on the third floor, and her friendly presence has been felt on both the third and second floor. Yeah, ain't, huh. ain't about ghosts. No. Give me a little kisses. No, let's see. I good intentions. But yeah, no. Bang the forgum. That's uh, assault. Yeah. <laughs> William Kehoe's presence is sometimes detected in the rafters, detected in the study in the home's room with a cupola. What the fuck is a cupola? What is a cupola, Mike? You know, I'm about to Google it. Cupola. Is this a Jacob situation? In architecture, a cupola is relatively small, most often dome-like structure. Okay. Yeah, I I definitely recognize it it when I see it. Can I see it? Uh, this little cupola. Oh, okay. So it's like the little pointy part of yeah, the roof. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that makes sense. Um. Anyways, back to it. It just looks like the top of kind of like a chimney that's closed off. Yeah. Anyways, um, during the evening hours, an unexplained light is sometimes seen in this unused room, which is far <laughs> away. Which is far away from the noisy living. Not to mention noisy ghost children. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. entity of William still enjoying his quiet time. Uh, William comes to visit sometimes through the front door, perhaps to check up on the manners of the living. The concierge was sitting at the check-in desk when she heard the doorbell ring, as she could see through the lovely cut door glass what? Okay, that no one living was there. She ignored the doorbell three times. To her surprise, not only did the front door unlock itself and open by itself, but all the outside doors in the house on all the floors were opened as well. He was like, bitch, I tried. I'm here. I tried to be polite, and now I'm just breaking in. Does this get your attention? Um, <laughs> the entities of the twins are pleasant little fellows, if a bit noisy, who have made themselves known to the living. So we got some haunted kids here. That's good. Um, a woman was sleeping in, in the bed with her husband in room 201. She slowly woke up as she felt little hands softly stroking her hair and cheek. No. <laughs> when she opened her eyes, she saw an apparition of a little boy eye to eye and up close who quickly disappeared. So it is, I just am like imagining oh God, her, just him like, like right straddling there. her or something. And like, like no. <laughs> human face. Or she's turned and on her side. she opens and her right eyes there. and he's like, what a bitch. <laughs> she's like, okay, And bye. then he's gone. You just a Baby, I'm not even here. I'm just a hallucination. Um, the sound. Did you say, baby, I'm not even here? Yeah. Great. <laughs> the sound of little I feet. I like that he's like a 90s R&B artist he now. Is. <laughs> the sound of little feet running up and down the home's hallways have been heard by guests and staff. Children's voices have also been heard when no children were staying as guests. Uh, there is a little review online, too, that was like, yeah, we heard kids. Like, they're like, this place is definitely fucking haunted. Great. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Um, 
One person reported on TripAdvisor's reviews. Yeah, we even got to experience the ghosts of the children on the night of a full moon. We heard them running and playing in the second hallway. Okay, that's not the same one I read. Anyways. And sometimes the voices of a group of children have been noticed by guests staying on the second and third floor. So maybe perhaps all the children who died in the house over the years now play together. Or, or they got their ghost friends to come over is what it says. You're like, what's up? You guys want to come over and play? Perhaps the little ghostly little friends of the Kehoe children who died still come play. Um, huh. But Did they also die as children? Mm-hmm, I guess. <laughs> Or they wanted to manifest that way. Yeah. Anyways, super beautiful. I would 110% stay there. Specifically to play with those kids. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, This building is super beautiful. I like it. And it is a boutique hotel. Okay. That's what you're going to talk about. All right. Because it's real fun looking. First, I'm going to cough. Into the tissues that Mike brought me in. <coughs> Good God, I'm beautiful. Um, this is the Haunted Hamilton Turner Inn. The Hamilton Turner Inn was immortalized in the novel Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil by John Barrent. Mm. The book tells of Joe Odom and his time as the manager of the Hamilton Turner Inn and the Gatsby-style parties he would throw. Nancy Hillis, known simply as Mandy in Barrett's novel, purchased the home with her husband. Although the two divorced a short time later, Nancy retained ownership of the house until she sold it in 97. But she continued to live at the home, albeit in the basement where she also managed the inn for a number of years. Uh, There have been countless reports of paranormal activity, Visitors have made claims of hearing the sounds of children laughing and even billiard balls. Billiard? Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think. Okay. Billiard. Yeah. Uh, popping off it. a ghostly table before rolling across the floor. Some had, have even seen the ghost of a man smoking a cigar in the ro- on the rooftop, and occasionally he has been seen holding a rifle. We'll talk more about him later. That sounds scary. Yeah. Just, uh, like, looking up, and there's this man, like, yeah, to shoot you from the roof. Good Lord. I'd be like, hmm? Uh, others account of seeing a Civil War soldier walking through the halls at night, occasionally waking the guests by knock, like, knocking on their room's door. The only explanation for why a Confederate soldier haunts a home built after the end of the Civil War is that the house was built on top of his grave site. Cool. Yeah, great. Casual. Uh, the history. It was built by architect J.D. Hall for the Lord of Lafayette Square, Mr. Samuel Pugh Hamilton, who would become the mayor of Savannah and grandmaster of the Knights Templar. Fun. Yep. He and his wife, Sarah, a.k.a. Sally. I don't know how that is a nickname for Sarah. Yeah, I don't get that either. Yeah. Uh, were known to entertain lavishly and wanted a house that would suit their every need, sparing no expense during the creative process. Their second empire... 17-room home was constructed in 1873 and nicknamed the Grand Victorian Lady. 17-room home. I want a house that I can name. Yeah. <laughs> that warrants an actual yeah. name, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the house is located on Lafayette Square in the historic district of downtown Savannah. Uh, it's sometimes referred to as the mansion. It was the very first house in the city of Original. Savannah to install electricity only four years after Edison invented the light bulb. Um, Cutting edge technology here. Yeah. But that's not surprising because Mr. Hamilton was the president of Brush Electric Light and Power Company. Oh. Yeah. 
Legend has it, the people of Savannah would gather just outside of the home in the evening to watch the lights turn on. What a time. <laughs> this is so alive, this city. <laughs> yep. Talk, Vegas ain't got shit on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, some kept their distance, fearful that the home might explode. <laughs> not only did it not explode, it was one of the only homes in town to survive the Savannah Fire of 1898 because of its tin roof. Oh, because its tin roof was resistant to the hot embers that ignited and destroyed much of the city. That's dope. Uh, yeah. During the Civil War, Hamilton was a naval officer who successfully ran the Yankee blockade into the Savannah into Savannah Harbor. I'm sorry, guys. Um, he was great. paid extremely well for the service and thus became wealthy from delivering the goods and supplies that were so desperately needed. He then married Sarah Sally Virginia Stillings in 1866. They had six children, four together, and two boys from Sarah's first marriage to William Franklin Hamilton. Yes, as in Samuel's brother. I was going to say, wait, they're both Hamiltons? <laughs> and then it says, and like the sand through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. <laughs> what? Those are days what? of our lives. Yeah, oh, but it says that? Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, that went down <laughs> in about tea. 1856. Yeah, I wonder is, if the brother died and very then he progressive. just was like, was like oh, maybe. I'll take it. Because they did that in like a... Oh, yep. He died. Yeah. I was like, they did that in Bridgerton. Yeah, typhoid fever. That other brother was like, it's my responsibility now to take yep. care of you because my brother loved you. Yeah, that's what it was. It was, he died of typhoid fever, so that's why he married her. Hmm. He was also a lover of art. He collected valuable pieces from all around the world. Um, he turned his mansion into a private art museum where he took extraordinary measures to protect his immense collection of art. During the night, he would even have a guard with rifle in hand posted on top of the roof. <gasps> bum, da, bum, bum. That's him. One morning, the guard didn't come down from the roof, and when someone went to go check on him, he was found lying in a pool of blood. Oh, good. He had been murdered. <laughs> uh, it was quite apparent that someone had shot the guard in the back of the head. Ooh. The pool of blood being the main indicator. <laughs> Whoever wrote this is really funny. <laughs> Uh, the killer was never discovered, and the pr- crime went unsolved. I wonder, like, what's the motive? I mean, maybe he had a personal beef, but then I'm like, I mean, if he's guarding the house, I'm like, was any of the art stolen? I don't know. Or maybe he pissed off the owner man, and he said, I'm going to murder Ooh. you up here, and no one's going to ask. After the murder of the guard, no one was willing to take his place. <laughs> Duh. Uh-huh. So Hamilton took up the rifle and kept watch himself. Oddly enough, after several months of standing guard on the rooftop, Hamilton himself got sick and died in 1899. So, is the roof cursed? Who is the cigar-smoking ghost on the rooftop Mm. who can be seen to this day? Is it the guard or is it Hamilton still watching over his home? So, the home remained in the Hamilton family until 1950 because, remember, it's called the Hamilton Turner. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I wonder if the original guard ghost made Hamilton sick. Maybe. And murdered him that way, got his revenge. God. And now they're stuck. That's, I mean, it's not together. his fault that you got shot. Well, what if, but what if Hamilton shot him? Is what oh, I'm saying. Oh, I see. Hamilton murdered him. I so think we're making he, a lot of assumptions. So then he stayed. I'm going to disgrace the Hamilton name right now. <laughs> you killed him. <laughs> Mike, are you related? <laughs> He actually left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he's tired of hearing my sick noises. 
He went to warn his family. He's like, oh, I'm probably going to die. Yeah. They, they caught on to us. Wait, is he really gone? Uh, no, he just oh. walked to go do oh, something. Okay. But he's not. Yeah, no, he's oh, back. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, the home remained in the Hamilton family until 1950 when it was sold to Dr. Francis Turner. The Turner family lived in the house with Doc using the basement as his office. Mm, that sounds like the what the murder house, you know? From Yeah. You know what's interesting? It says the mansion was the first home in Savannah to have electricity. Dr. Turner was the first person in Savannah to own an electric car. Dope. Man. Yeah. Everyone who lives here is progressive. Yeah. But they were on the... Uh, I wouldn't call them progressive. Yeah. <laughs> They were on the wrong uh, side of the Civil War, though. Wrong side of history. <laughs> uh, the Turners continued to live there until 1926 when the family moved out and opened the mansion up as a boarding house. Mm, boarding house. That's a good always. idea. Always. Yep. That's how you know that place haunted. Yeah, it's going to be haunted. <laughs> uh, two years later, the mansion became the home of, a marine ho- of the Marine Hospital nurses. But in 1940, the Turner family moved back into the house and Dr. Turner resumed his medical practice in the basement. The same guy? Yeah, Dr. Turner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Why did he leave in the first place then? I don't get it. I don't know. He didn't tell me. I don't um, move out. Uh, maybe they got a second home. Ooh, this is like murder house. One source claims it was rumored that Dr. Turner performed autopsies in the basement Dope. where he met his patients. But the Turners were also known for hosting lavish parties. Their children were banished upstairs during the parties where they would play with the balls on the billiard table. Mm. Not content with this arrangement, one night the children accidentally rolled the balls down the stairs so they could retrieve them and catch a glimpse of what the adults were up to. (laughs) That sounds like some shit I would have done. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) But one of the little girls got too close to the top step and fell down the stairs to her death. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Imagine getting a dead child in the middle of a party. Ooh. Bummer. Yeah, really. Buzzkill. Killed the mood. <laughs> uh, her ghost is rumored to still roll billiard balls through the inn once the sky has darkened and night has descended over the city of Savannah. <laughs> they're just like, we're telling wow. the story, and they're like, yeah. yeah, and then their fucking kid fell down the stairs and died, and we all had to yeah. leave. Yeah. I was having a great time. <sighs> Why couldn't they have just have stayed <laughs> upstairs? Uh, it was sold again in 65. Um, sold to the Cathedral of St. John the Baptist. The plan was actually to tear down the mansion to build a playground for the nearby school. Talk about blasphemy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While others claim that the cathedral wanted the land for a parking deck. Jesus. Oh my God. Whatever their intention was for the property, in the end, it did not matter as the Savannah Historic Foundation stepped in and saved the mansion. Thank God. So that's... I'm kind of done going over the history really yeah so the ghosts um if it looks familiar it's because you've seen it before it was rumored to be the early inspiration behind walt disney's haunted mansion oh yep the house's french gothic architecture and natural creepiness makes the haunted mansion rumor unsurprising Susie Ryder, the inn's general manager, said, I've heard the rumor before, but I don't know whether it's true. I can see the similarities between the Haunted Mansion and the Hamilton Turner house, but the one thing that was actually really similar is the fountain outside each of the homes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, It says there is another report that Walt Disney himself sat on the bench in front of the Hamilton Turner Mansion and sketched it. He did briefly consider consider Hutchison Island, an island off of Savannah's coast, as a location for Disney World, but apparently wasn't quite big enough for his dreams. Uh. 
that was a the, the what oh okay i see uh here's the ghostly encounters um one the ghost city tours founder and ceo tim nealon recalls his own ghostly encounter at the hamilton turner inn almost six years ago i spent a night at the inn this was pre-ghost city tours i wasn't there looking for ghosts i simply wanted to stay there I heard the accommodations were amazing, and I wanted to treat myself for the night. At about 2 in the morning, I was awoken by the sounds of footsteps walking past my bed. They were very clear and unmistakable. It sounded like someone was walking right towards me, laying in bed. It can be very unnerving to experience this. Yeah, I'd say. The room was very dark, and I couldn't tell if it was an actual person or something else. I lay asleep with some sort of light on. Honestly, especially in a hotel. So you can see the ghosts. Yeah. I laid in bed for a few seconds, and the footsteps stopped. I asked, is there anyone here? The paranormal investigator in me started to kick in as I realized no one was in the room with me. I didn't get a response, and nothing else happened for the rest of the evening. So. Motherfucker was looking for ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And he says, oh, another author writes of her own experience. I wouldn't blame any soul for wanting to return to this beautiful home if they had once lived here. I may just decide to haunt the Hamilton Turner Mansion myself someday. (laughs) Every time I was there, I got a strong feeling there was someone else in or around the house. And with the sounds I heard, well, if you think the house is spooky now, try sleeping in it alone when it's dark, vacant, and dirty. No one knows you're there, and you're not, and you're trying not to think about the bloody red stain you saw in the closet. What the fuck? When was she in Good this house? Good God! Actually, it was an real? adventure, and looking back on it now, I feel lucky to have had the honor. Uh, what are the chances I slept in the same spot where the armed guard fell? It is possible. Oh, he fell? Is it possible that she did? Maybe, maybe not. But if I've learned one thing, one thing about the ghostly Hamilton Turner Inn, more often than not, doubts turn into possibilities. Mm. So it was closed down for a bit. I guess, yeah. And then they went and mm-hmm. chilled it. Okay, okay, broke in. I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Sorry. That's really a beautiful hotel. All the pictures look so good. Yeah. It says it's a boutique hotel, so that means it's fancy. Yeah. I like boutique. You see in a boutique hotel in Vegas once, and yeah. let me tell you, that shit was cute as fuck. Yeah, I bet. Um, a man named Brent Barry went on to record about, or went on record about a time he'd experienced paranormal activity in 69 when he was 17 and an aircraft mechanic. Um, as he related the ghostly tale, he'd ventured out to Savannah one night, but was broke. So he decided to sleep in the mansion, which was vacant and neglected at the time. Mm. What he discovered left chills racing down his spine and goosebumps flaring on his skin. As he explained, the first floor wasn't the first floor was really dirty, broken glass and debris everywhere, so I went upstairs to the second floor and it was better, but I just didn't feel right. I went up to the third floor and it seemed like a good place to sleep. So I found a corner in one of the rooms and laid down. Uh, but it didn't take long before he began to hear noises in the mansion and for the true fear to really begin setting in. At first, I wasn't too concerned. It's an old house, sure to have some creaking and thumping noises. But later in the night or early morning, I started hearing some different kinds of sounds. Bumping and some slow squeaking sounds. Man, they're getting it on. Now the noises noises downstairs sounded like they were getting closer to me, like in the stairway. It sounded to me like someone was trying to slowly and quietly sneak up the stairs. Now I was starting to get a little concerned. 
Um, he was trapped with nowhere to go except for the narrow stairway that led up to the little room on the top of the house. Uh, up I went, and by now I had a board in my hands, thinking that I may have to use it to defend myself. In this small room, there was very little space, and the door leading out was gone. So out on the roof I went. I'm so scared uh, for him. Yeah, I'm like moon, actually like, oh, God. Yeah, the moon was out. bright, so I watched and waited with the board over my shoulder, ready to swing if I had to. So here I am, a drunk kid from Denver, standing on the roof of a Victorian mansion in Savannah in the middle of the night with a club in my hand. He began asking himself, how in the hell did I get myself into this one? That's literally the best story I've ever heard, though. I love it. Yeah. He waited there he for a long time, but no one ever came out. Although who he expected to see raised other questions. A, I knew I wasn't going anywhere until daylight, so I just waited there till morning. I didn't get any sleep on mm. that night. So that's that's all of them. I got it. Like you can stay there. I it would never. Been, it think, has been refurnished. Let me go stay in this old, abandoned, creepy ass fucking house. Yeah. Like that would never be my first option. No. I would. I think I'd sleep on a bench. Before I did yeah. that. Yeah. No. You might be like, fucking mug me. I don't care. Oh. I'd rather deal with a real person. Remember that time that I said I was done reading the history? Mm-hmm. There's more. Oh. It says, late one night in 1969, uh, gunshots rang out from the kitchen of the mansion, but the home was completely vacant in the late 60s. As a result, no one was living there at the time. Perhaps Hamilton was still on patrol. The Hamilton Turner home later reopened as an apartment complex in the early 70s. Why did they do that? Over the next several years, the mansion had several owners, which troubled the neighbors. Also, it was associated with scandal under the management of Joe Odom and his wild parties. In 97, Charlie and Sue Strickland bought the house from Nancy Hillis, and the home was converted back into the Hamilton Turner Inn. Wait, oh, so the parties were actually real. I thought they were in the story. Yeah, uh, they, yeah, they, no, they, they were like, oh, okay. Oh, I thought, yeah. I thought I thought all Joe Odom and everything. Yeah, well, oh, guess he was the author, right? Uh, I don't remember. Anyways, I thought that it was saying like in this story about the house they wrote about the house and just like made up some parties in it. No, yeah, it just says that the book tells of Joe Odom and his time as the oh. manager of the Hamilton Turner Inn oh. and the Gatsby style parties he would throw. Interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> So, and it says, wasn't that interesting that it said that? Mm-hmm. Um, it says, Robin Jane Sales took over the restoration work in 2003, but it was later sold to the current owners, Gay and Jen Dunlop, who work in the cooperation, corporation, corporation, well, it says cooperation. Co-op. Doesn't corporate co-op. Corpor- yeah, the co-op mm. with the historic Savannah Foundation. Together, they continue on in maintaining the Hamilton Turner Inn's legacy and historical importance. I love it. You can stay there still. I so. will. I, now I want to go to Savannah and each night stay in one of these hotels. I would have to save up a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, because then I'd also go on the ghost tours. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of other places that are haunted. Like yeah. it's literally like. Like, the streets are haunted yeah. <laughs> in Savannah. Just, you go anywhere, and it's all haunted. Uh-huh. Um, but a lot of them are hotels. Uh, this one actually has the most popular ghost in I Savannah. I have to pee. Can but we I was going to say, oh, I'll just yeah. say, I'll talk about it next time. Okay, perfect. So, Sorry. Um, because it's long, and I think that she deserves yeah. to be, like, spoken about in whole. Yeah. So, um, 
little in thing to keep you coming back for, for the last day. episode. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, we're in the Rogue Media <laughs> studios. <laughs> we are. Uh, it's great. They got a fancy sign out there now. Yep. So beautiful. it's really coming together. That's right. Looking nice. Um, yeah. So uh, you want to tell them about our socials? I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't. We have to do it for tradition. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, if you want to email mm-hmm. us, you can reach us at what's your excuse podcast at gmail dot com. All one word. This is email. Uh-huh. Uh, you can send us an Instagram message or like our page. Mm-hmm. Follow us, rather. People still randomly do follow us. Yeah, I know. Some people also randomly like our Facebook occasionally, yeah. and I'm like, y'all are out there. No, it's wild. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, our Instagram is What's Your Excuse Podcast. All one word, no spaces, none of that shit. That's right. Or you can like us on Facebook, send mm-hmm. us messages, whatever you want. And that is What's Your Excuse Podcast with spaces and apostrophes because there. We're not animals. Yeah, right. So thank you again to our patrons. Yes, we love y'all. We have Brian and Amanda. Yes, we also have uh, Brandon. And we have Jeffrey. And Shelby. That's right. So thank you guys for all of your support. Yes, we have canceled your memberships now. <laughs> so it shouldn't charge you yeah. next month. Yeah. Um, so anyways, good job. Proud of you for supporting us. Great. Yeah. Thanks so much. <laughs> um, yeah. Rate and <laughs> subscribe if you want. So that way someday we'll get famous. Yeah. And we'll live off of. <laughs> yeah. All of it. <laughs> all the money that comes in. Anyways. Uh, well, it's been fun. And. Yep. Uh, it's almost goodbye. That's so. right. We're so close I to being. Yep. All right, I gotta pee. Okay, I can't like, be sentimental wait, right now. Yes, I, I do. Piss my pants. What's your excuse? Damn it, Caitlin. God damn it. Hold, please. That's hand lotion. Ooh. You want to smell how bad my bupropion smells? I can't smell anything uh, right now. It smells like rotten. Good God. What? I should have just come to you for the Z-Pack. Well, this is all for my brain. Well, pharmacist. <laughs> and then this one is for my allergies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm almost out. This one for brain. Great. It smells. We love it. But. Uh-huh. Oh, oh god maybe you can smell it though like it's so strong sorry nope nope can't smell it it's very stinky oh god what's that one for birth control oh not that i'm doing anything to need to control babies being born i don't know that it controls babies being born as much <laughs> as babies being made oh yeah <laughs> okay, sorry. <coughs> oh, fuck. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Mm-hmm.